everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today, <laughs> there's Chris Green. We got Chris Green on today, the one and only. Um, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> you don't need any introduction. Everybody knows you. We, um, uh, For those that didn't see, we did have a show with Chris, uh, I guess it was last year. It was a while ago. Um, no, maybe at the beginning of this year. It was, uh, you could check that episode out. Um, but I reached out to uh, Chris because I saw some of his posts in, in some of the other, uh, in his merch group about doing, um, uh, having the customer actually request design. So that's what kind of prompted this whole show. So we'll, we'll uh, see lots of stuff to talk about today. There's some really cool things and it's, it's a little bit along the lines of like, I, I don't want to think that I invented you know any of this stuff but like you guys have probably had you know members of your facebook group or you've seen it elsewhere where people say hey you know what i like to do i like to just have people tell me what they want so, yeah and like people would say look i'll post two images on my facebook you know or on instagram and i'll get my family my friends whatever audience i have through social media to tell me what they like and then i'll make it and go back to them which you can do because of merch by amazon and print on demand which means like you you can kind of sense out the demand before investing in any inventory and of course there's no mm -hmm. actual inventory anyway but now right. we don't even want to waste our time and money on making a design <laughs> and yep. spending time uploading it and writing descriptions and titles and keywords and then putting it out to the world and be like hey any, anybody anybody want this because like <laughs> i kind of i think maybe you do because i did some research and i i personally like it but i don't know if anybody yeah. else does it's like you yeah. can do that and it's fun and it's it's a lot better now because it doesn't cost money you don't have to buy a thousand shirts and like really cross your fingers but now it's like, wait a minute, before you do that, why don't I just have them tell you what kind of designs they want or give them a, a few to pick from. And then when they pick, then you do that work because then yeah. you kind of gauge that design or that demand that, okay, I know some people are actually going to buy this or you really hope so. If they're all saying they want it, you know, some of them are actually going to buy it. It's so funny how it's like the simple thing sometimes, like sometimes we forget, just like ask your customer, what do they want <laughs> or your audience or whoever. <laughs> I think there's, there's an old Steve Jobs quote. Uh, where he used to, you know, of course, Steve Jobs passed away like 10 years ago or, or something. Oh my gosh, has it really been that long? It's crazy. Time is too fast. Well, things have just changed because his quote was, don't ask the customer what they want because by the time they tell you and you make it, they'll have moved on and they want something else. So that was kind oh, of an Apple strategy hmm. to say, look, we're going to make what we just think are awesome devices, right? Yeah, so they made true. an iPhone to be like, we really think people are going to love this because because we love this right mm -hmm. now. That's not an exact analogy, um, but because of you know the time it took to get to market and all these things, like, like like wait, well that's that was kind of true back then. I would stand that that is not true today. You can let the customer tell you what they want, and you can make it for them in like twenty minutes, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. You no, know, we're not talking so about true. building electronic devices, and like, we're right. talking about like, uploading designs. So if someone says, "I would totally buy a design with this political slogan on it," that yeah. just the president just tweeted, be like, uh, "No problem." Do -do 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 yep. Link like you can totally do that. You can yeah. listen for demand as well as say, "Hey, you know what? What? What political slogans do you want to see on shirts?" What? Yeah. You know, anything. Yeah, I think we tend to just overcomplicate things. I mean, there is a place for being innovative and creative and, and all of that. But there's also a place of like, okay, what does the customer want? Just give it to them. <laughs> yeah, just ask them. They'll tell you what they want. And, and if they say they want it and then they don't actually want it, 
again, you haven't invested like a lot of time and money into it. So it's not like, oh, shoot, you know, I lost again. I can't afford to keep losing like this. Yeah. Like, no, it, it takes a little bit of time as you get better with designing. You design super fast. But I do think that people uh, overthink this business. Yeah. And, and I go way back, right? Like, I mean, I've been in this. It's hard to believe I've been in this game for over 20 years. What? Oh my gosh. I found, like so 90s, I found you right? in 2014 is when I uh, <laughs> first found out about you with FBA. And then I you're back the one to the nineties, you know, it, it yeah. was just a different world back then, especially in this way. And this is like the examples I like to use to kind of, kind of frame it up. It used to be, if you wanted to resell like from retail, before we called it retail arbitrage, you had like go to the store write things down, write down prices, go home, do some research and go back. Cause there, this is like barely cell phones. Aren't you the one that called it retail arbitrage? Yeah. I, I invented the term. You invented, I think that is amazing. You invented <laughs> I didn't the invent the business though. I, I won't take credit for that. People have been no, no, no. since Cabbage Patch Dolls, but I, I, I remember going to Kmart. Name. Like, I don't think I would have thought of, thought of that. I used to call it uh retail for resale. Uh, oh, that's good too. But it, it kind of became it, it really happened when FBA came out and iPhones and apps came out and 4G, and it was like you can really kind of do this for anything. So you kind of need like an all-encompassing term. So arbitrage was kind of like the all-encompassing term, then retail online. Uh, you know, people have added all these extra you know yeah. prefixes to it. But if you think about how hard it used to be to sell, where like you had to write stuff down and go home and look it up and then drive back to the store and all this stuff. To where now, if you want to sell, you have sales histories and sales ranks and mobile apps and and all these extra things. And it's the same for print on demand. It's like like you don't realize how hard it used to be to sell shirts and apparel. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Like it used to be really hard, and like you didn't know yep. what people wanted. You couldn't search social media. For yeah, what we had talking about. We had this guy Philip Van Dusen on the show, and he was a VP of design at Old Navy. But before he did that. He he had done a t-shirt business way before like what you're talking about, like 20, 30 years ago, and he gave up. Like it was too hard. Because <laughs> he it was trying it, to sell, he was trying to yeah. sell shirts on the street, basically. Well, I did that when the, the Mavs, I was living in Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks were in the finals in 2007. They lost the finals. Yeah. Uh, but I rem I saw a sign. We were watching the, the playoffs. I saw a sign, someone was holding it up, and it was a kind of a spin on a LeBron James ad campaign that said witness, right? Like we're all okay. witnesses to LeBron James. Now Grady uh -huh. is, uh, but the Mavericks had Dirk Nowitzki. So someone made a sign called Nowitzness with like kind of the spelling of his name. Uh -huh. and I was like, that's a really good, like kind of play on the name. Cause it's a big, huge Nike campaign. So it'd be real kind of obvious. And of course it didn't break any like trademark or copyright. Right. So I, I actually registered the domain. Uh, I set so up a little, we got to talk about that too. I was quick on it, right? Like, like you got to, you don't have to be quick, but you have to take action, right? So I, Guys, I grabbed the domain. You haven't screen is quick on everything, takes action on everything, buys domains. So we have Chris to thank for MerchMoney.com. Um, he gave that to us. He had already bought it in 2016. I didn't think about starting Merch Money until 2018. So he was a full two years ahead of me. We can talk <laughs> domains. That might actually be an interesting thing to talk about. Actually, after we talk about you know, kind of shifting yeah, yeah. demand, um, but you know what I did with those with that that Nowitzness business is I had a, a t-shirt shop. This was one of the first things I did after quitting like my last real job, uh, and I went and I had all these t-shirts made up, and I made all the classic mistakes. So I had white, blue, and green made up, uh, <laughs> and I had men's and women's sizes For, made up. Forgot about black. 
What I mean, the Mavs colors were blue and green. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I didn't, I wasn't thinking you know, about that. So I was trying to walk the line a little bit. Okay. You know, I knew I was walking the line, but I knew I also knew I wasn't breaking any rules. Uh, so I had all these shirts, but I had men's sizes and women's sizes, and I was selling them online. And I got like, like with Google yeah. checkout, like because there was nothing else oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. Um, so I you know, set up a quick Google store, and actually we went down. I forget if it's American Airlines Center or American Airlines Arena, whatever the one is in Dallas. And we we're like carrying like you know fifty T-shirts over our shoulders, and we're like, trying to sell I them on the street. And, and like, you're I totally knew... not allowed to do that. We totally broke rules on that. I um, did not know you did shirts before merch. I thought that you way better. Oh, that's I, I, I think no it's idea. good though, because like I yeah. know how it used to be. I know minimum order quantities. I know, like I know having these boxes full of okay, this is my child's medium box, and there's four in there. Okay, I sold one. Okay, now I got to scribble it out. Only got three left. Oh yeah. Like, I finally gave them all away at the end. I was like, just get rid of it. Like, we're done. We're done. I'll, I'll never touch t-shirts again. And then merch comes out. I'm like, oh, I'm back in this game. Like, because it's just print on demand. It's easy. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it, it's attractive. And, it, and again, people don't know how hard it used to be. Right? Whether right. you're a seller or you're doing merch by Amazon to be like, wait a minute. I can literally set up a site and send it to the teachers at my kid's school. And then if they want to upload it or make a design for their fundraiser, I'll just send them the link. Like that, that sounds <laughs> too easy. Like yeah, why would anybody like, how can do we that? Complicate like, this a little bit. <laughs> and it's an overthinking thing, you know. Yeah. And I think part of it is it's probably you know probably one of the things that the people like like myself and that you guys do here on this podcast is like like try to simplify everything for people as well as encourage, give the confidence, give the permission, whatever it is that people need to like really kind of have it click in their head. Be yeah. like, oh. I get it now. That is really simple. I under I I would use that, and oh, if I would use it, other people would use it. Be like, yeah, that's. I'm like, I have that moment with people on the phone all the time. I'm like, yes, like like now you get it. Okay, good. Now go, like go do it. Like, you know, it's helping people kind of deconstruct whatever it is that's that's holding them back. And often it's just a case of this. This sounds too good to be true. This sounds easier than it should be. Like like, will I actually make money? Like that seems like I shouldn't get paid for for not doing a lot of work and i think it's like a mindset of like your your payment should be like directly correlated to the amount of work you put in right yeah. like a, a trading yep. time for dollars mentality yep. instead of like a it's a trading value yeah. for dollars right if you can bring value to people with the internet and, and technology you're able to bring value a lot of value to not just a few people to a lot of people in many many different ways and you can think of that as your business. Okay, how do I provide value to, to some people, right? And start there and then be like, okay, now how can I provide more value to those people? Yeah. Or how can I provide that same value to more people? Uh, or how can I provide more value to more people? And that's where you, you get really big and you can make a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, that's the main thing to focus. How can you provide value? So that goes along with like asking the customer what they want. Like how, you want to make your customer happy. And I think I fall into that too, where it's like you, you get caught up in the other stuff like oh i need to upload x amount of shirts today or i need to do this Forget, that's the this that doesn't, it's not yeah. related to profit at all the number yeah. of shirts you upload is not related statistically to literally anything exactly exactly but we we tend to other people other than me tend to fall into stuff like that and so we have to remember like no you just think about what does the customer want and give them what they want yeah so we, so we should talk about this new site because it's something other people can use. It's not a, I've had this idea since merch first came out and I had some prototype sites and I tested this and, 
there are so many different ways that you can use merch by Amazon and these print-on-demand platforms that this one kind of got like, all right, I'm not going to spend any time on that. And then I kind of just revisited it. And I was like, we got to do this because this is just yeah. too easy. And I like to do things where, I mean, I guess calling it double down is a good, good way to describe it because I want to do things that work not just for me, but then that other people can do as well. Yeah. Right. So say, hey, I'm going to make this site. And I think people should absolutely follow along exactly what we're doing because I, I think we're doing this right in front of people. Yeah. Right. And I don't want people to, to think that there's like some kind of wall between like, oh, these guys are like the merch, you know, masters and podcasters yeah. and all these. Things. Like you guys can do literally everything we're talking about. You can do yourself yeah. or you can come on as a partner or as an affiliate or or it doesn't matter. So the idea was to say, look, instead of me making designs and putting them out there and hoping I'm making what people want, it's like, let's let customers design their own shirts, right? So all of these like designers and, and plugins and, and embeddable things like, like make merch and merch informer has one uh, merch designer, like all these things, like let's make a site that's really geared towards, Hey, make your own design, send it to us. And then within 24 hours, we're going to send you a link where you can buy your design on 21 different colors and men's, women's, and youth sizes for $19.99, free prime shipping, free returns. Like, like, I'll, like you're really promoting it like an Amazon listing yeah. because you don't care if you get returns. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, it's all gonna gonna wash out if they keep them. They're gonna get paid. If they don't, you're not gonna get paid the way it should be. Uh, and and just put that out there. So uh, Dan from MakeMerch.com, Make-Merch.com is their website. Uh, they had a kind of a light version of their designer. So they kind of embedded it into a page. I went and got the website primeshirts.com. It's just a simple redirect. If you guys are really interested in the domains and how that works, it's just a redirect and GoDaddy. It cost me $0. It cost me eight bucks for the domain, but $0 to forward it. Goes to the website and the customer can design a shirt. Right now it's got like a little checkout on it because Dan didn't want people like kind of going crazy on it. I didn't think they would. I, I think like maybe 20 people ordered shirts kind of as a test. Uh, and they can use the designer themselves, make whatever they want. They can upload their own image. So imagine kids at school where they yeah. took like some viral picture of their friend and like, oh, dude, we got to put this on T-shirt, yeah. upload it. And then, and then 20, you know, 24 hours later, they have an Amazon link where anybody at the school can buy it. They can share it on social media. Uh, you can do anything that you want because what's going to happen is, is I'm going to get the file, right? It's yeah. not I'm signing up for a design service where I make designs and then I download my own designs and I, all this. It's like, no, I'm going to go yeah. to primeshirts.com, design a site, and it's going to go to you. Companies to upload their logo or whatever else. Like, it's so oh, it's easy. perfect for like, like local merch yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, anybody that, that, you know, attends a church or, or a school or a fundraiser or an organization. Uh, I play in family in a, reunion, anything, anything. I, I play in, a, in several volleyball leagues around here, and yep. you know, I, I'm kind of a tall guy, so like our teams usually end up winning. Uh, and they, they usually give t shirts at the end, and like I know they're not using merch by Amazon, right? They're they're ordering and they're like, oh, we don't have any of that size left, I gotta go back and order one more, and like all this nonsense. I'm like, God, you guys should be using you know, merch, but I, I can give them my, my link. Yo, yeah. Go to primeshirts.com, make a volleyball shirt, and you know, for the league that way they kind of own it, they control it. It's not like yeah. me coming in, kind of taking that away from them. So they basically, you would, give, you would give a link to your customer in some way, like online or however, they would make the design their design up or upload their design, and then and then you would send them a link to the Amazon link, of course. or how would it work? Yeah, I mean, the, the power is in. Uh, the designer, 
right? Like if you give them a basic, super crappy designer and they can't really yeah. do anything with it, then yeah, yeah it's not going to have, have a lot, a lot to go with it. Like Jacob Toppings here, um, mm -hmm. and he's, he's pointing out, yeah, yeah. So some of these other sites have like a basic designer in there because they want customers to come here or come to their site, make a design, upload it, and then they they can buy it. Uh, so the big difference in, in this is, wait a minute, now I have all these design assets. Uh, I have all of these. I mean, we can add templates. We can we can do all kinds of different things to kind of you know help the customer make something quality. But then it's going straight back to uh, Amazon. So it's going to be prime eligible shipping, free returns, and you're earning the royalties. Yeah. Right. And you can set yeah. the price wherever you want. You can you can go $24.99. Yeah. You, can, you can do whatever you want. And you can also say, look, because now you're going to have their customer information so you can write back and be like hey great design got to upload it here's your link uh we also have design services you know and you could do i would do this if you had someone like like request the design or, or submit a design and you're like whoa this is a this is like the city of, of new york right this is like this could be a big client then you actually make a professional design for them at your expense and mm -hmm. then email them and say hey thanks for signing up uh, i had one of our in-house artists make this for you if you if you guys like it, and they'll be like, wow, that's really good. That's awesome. Thanks. Oh, yeah. And then now they send that link out to everybody in the human services department. Like, you know, there once you have like people are showing you they're interested, then provide them value. <laughs> right? Like, and, and just it think, sounds sit so there. basic, but you're it's it, those are the steps people miss because they do what exactly what was asked and no more. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you want this design? Here you go. Here's this exact one thing you asked for. And you, people overthink you add it. and think more like what do they really want oh they probably really want this also in a nicer better design yeah you you know that's one of those things you're probably gonna get some designs coming in that are like uh i mean sure i'll upload it for you it doesn't look great <laughs> but again don't overthink that that's what the customer yeah. wants that's fine uh you are going to have to be the, the last line of defense when it comes to trademark and copyright which is a common right. question that i got when i posted right. it is people are like, well, what about trademark copyright? Well, that's that that's on me, right? So if someone yeah. uploads Ninja Turtles, I gotta write them back and be like, hey, sorry, thanks so much for for signing up, but I can't we can't use Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, and I'm sure you, you know. put some kind of disclaimer on your site, like you know. Yeah, there's a disclaimer on there, like you know, we'll can't be trademarked or copyright or anything. Yeah, and you could really put in some legal jargon in there that says, hey, uh, I mean, I don't know if you could actually pass the buck. I mean, you can't pass the buck. Uh, because Amazon's going to ultimately say you uploaded it to your account, but yeah. you could put in, I would put in something that says, Hey, by submitting a design, you are, uh, you know, assuring us that you have legal rights to any, everything in your design, which might scare off people from, you know, intentionally uploading Ninja Turtles. I would guess that most people wouldn't do that on purpose. They just wouldn't know. I mean, you've seen the merch community. Hey, why can't I use Superman? I thought it was, uh, you know, cool. Like, <laughs> And a lot of people jump and they and they get all nasty. I think a lot of people just they're they're not familiar with, yeah, with copyright just, law and trademark law. I just don't know. People err on both sides. Like for the longest time, I didn't realize we could do like presidents and things like that. I was like, I don't know, like something like a Trump shirt. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> but it's uh, still kind of dicey. On I yeah, mean, so I erred it could on, go both ways. On I erred on, on the too careful side, and but a lot of people err on the not careful enough side. Um, let's see, we got some questions. Uh, Lonnie's asking, so how does the user know who bought it on Amazon from your merch account? I guess then that's a, I don't know if I'm understanding exactly her question, but my question would be like, would you just do a private link to send to the 
customer and then take it down after they bought it? Or would you now own it and be able to sell it to anyone? I would just upload. I mean, I'd probably give them the option to say, look, do you want this public or private? Because, you know, maybe it's a, a school teacher. Maybe it's, it's got, you know, contact information that they don't want public. So you could say, look, you know, we'll give you a private link or a public link. Um, but I, I don't see why you would ever take it down. Yeah. Well, right? I just don't know if like they would feel like they owned it or something like that's my kid or that's my dog or that's my whatever, something that they feel like is their design or their property. And now if well, other people are buying so it. <laughs> I think we're worrying about things that aren't really going to happen. Far, too far, yeah. Are you going to order a t-shirt with someone else's dog on it? Right. Like <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. I, I think what she's asking, uh, does the user know who bought it on so this is where like, we're flipping the, everything around. So it's like, who's the user? Is the user the person who owns MerchShirts.com or is the user whoever uploaded the design to MerchShirts.com? Uh, so whoever uploads the design, they're not going to know who bought it. Yeah. Right? Like they're going to buy it. And if they share that link with somebody, especially if it's for a group or an organization or a team, you know, they'll, they, I guess they'll know. They could ask who all bought it. Uh, yeah. But you're going to see your merch account, which they're never going to see. It's not their yeah. business. You know, yeah. Hey, sold 17 of those for that fundraiser. <laughs> I, well, fundraiser isn't a good one because if you're claiming a fundraiser, you, you should yeah, yeah. You have to divvy up the funds. But uh, if it's for like a family reunion or a school team or, yeah, you know, like what you're doing is you're providing a service. You're saying, hey, look, you can use our designer. You can make some great looking stuff. And this is where I say offer templates, offer examples, yeah. you know, say, hey, yeah. you like this volleyball shirt that we made up? We can just slap you know your name on it, you know, this year. Uh, yep. And we can say, you know, county champions, whatever you want on a good looking design. Mm -hmm. And that's where I would say, go, go next level, get a design pickle account and start making, having them make quality designs that you can then repurpose and sell over and over again. Cause now they're your yeah. designs. And not, I wouldn't even call them designs. I would call them templates. Yeah. You want to make a design template that, that people can use. And you might wait until you get some orders and say, look, I'm getting a lot of orders from school teams. So you know what? I want to have a basketball and a volleyball and yes. a soccer and a field hockey and uh and all these things. Or like graduation shirts or something. Oh, Gra graduate. Yeah. All right, you want to do a test? You want to do a test? <laughs> sure. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna message you first in case you want it. This, this is really good. <laughs> no, no, tell I am I always give away all ideas. Don't worry. This could be an idea for everyone. <clears throat> all right, so I just sent you oh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Do it. I, I don't have it. I think somebody should. There's there's a great name out there that someone should register. And then you mark. You make a Facebook page specifically uh -huh. for it. I mean, how hard would it be in yeah. June to go on Facebook and find people who are graduating? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, imagine 20 years ago with no social media. We're like, yeah. how are we going to get our message? We have this amazing site. We know all these people who are graduating would love to make some some designs and, and some t-shirts with it. How are we going to let them know about it? You got to go to the schools. You got to make science. Yeah, like yeah. there was, you didn't have the. I mean, you just search Twitter. Who's graduate? Like it's just Facebook right there. ads. That's a whole nother thing. It can be so targeted. Like I would get ads where it's like Jersey girl in a Virginia world because it's like I used to live in New Jersey and then now I live in Virginia. It's like so specific to me. I'm like, oh my god, these things are like so crazy. How much they know about you? <laughs> it is, and right now the ads, the attention. You're basically buying attention, and buying that attention mm -hmm. is underpriced. Um, yeah. Which, 
if you say it's un something's underpriced, well, it actually should cost more. I mean, that's not even the point because the price isn't going to change overnight, but the right. price is going to change and it's only going to go one way and that's up. So right. the cheapest ads you will ever buy are today. And yeah. you can say that every day for the foreseeable future <laughs> that they're only going to go up. Yeah. So it's worth it to learn how to do some Facebook ads. I mean, it's worth it to learn how to create a Facebook page. And this is the cool thing about Facebook. They want your ad money. Mm-hmm. To the point that they will get you on the phone. They will talk to you. They will do screen share. They will show you how to set up ads. They will show you how to target. They'll, they'll say, what, what do you want to target? And we'll create an ad right now. And they'll do it with you for free. Why? Yeah. Because they want you to run ads. And they want you to run successful ads. Because if your ad's successful, you're going to keep coming back and spending more money on ads. Yeah. So it's a good loop. Not a, oh, Facebook just wants me to spend money. It's like, yeah. Th but they, what they want more is for you to get the the, the leads and, the, and the, the goals of your ad campaign. That's what they really want because then they get paid on the back end of that. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing times we live. It's almost too good. Where and this is what comes back to people get overwhelmed with information. They're like, "What should I do? I just heard about this and I was already doing this, and now now Helen and Chris are talking about this." And it's, I get it. And it's sometimes you just have to like write down write down all the things you want to do, all the things you think are great ideas, all the things you think are going to be fun, all the things you think are going to make you some money, and kind of put them in a list. And put the yeah. best ones at the top and work on those and look at the ones on the bottom and say, I, I ain't got time to get to those right now. <laughs> yeah. And be okay with that because oh, you can man. always come back to them, right? Maybe the ones on your list shouldn't be at the top and it's going to take you two weeks to figure out, nope, I shouldn't be doing that completely. Yeah. You, know, you can't get that time back. So don't worry about it. So take it off, put that at the bottom of the list and bring something else up to the top. Like, yeah. You got to be okay with that fear of missing out of like, oh, but I should be spending time on this. And oh, Christina said this and Helen said this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're throwing a lot at you guys. Uh, you got to kind of be able to whittle it down and say, this is what's best for me. Because yeah. with Merch by Amazon, this is like from day one when I saw this, I was like, this is going to be an absolute monster platform. Yeah. Because this is royalty generating physical products on yeah. Amazon. So when these things sell, you make money without doing any work yeah. and then step back and be like, all right, how can I use this? Right. Are, is there a need for, for software to, to make designs? Is there need for a Facebook ads class specifically for promoting apparel? Is yeah. there like, where and you can plug so yourself in anywhere. Like, talking to you like this right now, because it's like, I remember when you were very like merch first came out and you were so excited talking about it. And I feel like everything came to fruition. Like it's exactly what you said it would be like even better. It's growing and it's, be, I'm sure I'm, there's so much coming down the pipe. <laughs> it's going to keep growing. So it's, uh, it's so, it's so cool to see it all happen. And well, I wish even... I was more of like a genie or like, you know, seeing the future. Yeah. Because it's not like it happened uh, in spite of me, not because of me, in spite of me. And, you know, without getting into too many specific details, it could have not happened. Yeah. Right. Just because it happened didn't mean I was right. Like I would have said all those things and merch could have shut its doors. Merch could have said, hey, you know, we're only taking was... people that sell a thousand shirts a month or, 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 or and that's it. We just don't have the bandwidth to deal with, you know, the small creators. Um, there was a few times where I was like, are they going to do this or not? Like it did seem sure. like they were, they weren't quite sure, but it feels like now they're, they're definitely doing it. Um, oh, they're committed to it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's a huge money maker for them. And I don't, I don't say profit maker. Amazon generally likes to keep their margins very low. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I didn't believe this when I first started getting into Amazon, but I believe it now. And I tell everybody that'll listen when Amazon says they put the customer first, they absolutely mean it. Yeah. Like to no. a fault. They don't care yeah. about us. They don't care about the sellers. They don't they care also about the put vendors. The technology and the infrastructure and all of that first too. Like they, they're very long-term thinking, um, which is what I've always loved about Amazon and Jeff Bezos. I'm so nervous for whenever Jeff Bezos stops leading that company. That's like my biggest fear. <laughs> I don't think he's, he's looking to get out. Uh, I don't know. But Amazon, they put customer first, but like like you said, they invest in technology and all these forward-thinking things. Yeah. And that's a way of saying there actually is something that they put before the customer, and that's Amazon. They yeah. put themselves first, but only because if they're not in business, they can't serve the customers, right? Yeah. So the customer yeah. is is absolutely absolutely first, yeah. Uh, and everything that they do can kind of be tracked back towards that. So when they're making a lot, they're selling a bunch of shirts and they're investing in new equipment and, and new products and international expansion and all these things. They're not doing it to make more money. They're doing it because they want more market share. If they're making yeah. too much money, they'll lower fees. Right? <laughs> I know. I but know. They're not going to. They're not going to lose money though. So like when those so fees smart. go up, they're so they're, smart because the other reason is they uh, don't want competitors to be able to compete. So if they're making too much money, there's too much room in there for a competitor to also come in. So they they keep it so small so that no one can get there except for them. Now, that's another Jeff Bezos quote where he says, your margin is my opportunity. Yes, I love and that quote. People get all bent out of shape like, oh, Amazon's coming for this. Like, dude, if you're making 180% margin on something, Amazon's going to come in and say, you know what? We think the customer could benefit from a lower price. Yeah. And like, and what's your rebuttal to that? To be like, yeah. no, we don't think they should. Screw those guys. Like, you get what? Like, screw the customer? Like, are you kidding? Like, how is that a business? And other, he's been doing this for like 20, 30 years, however many years it's been, 20 years at least. And uh, everybody's been seeing the whole thing. Like, any of these other companies could have been following his leadership for these whole 20 years but instead he's just been criticized and investors have criticized everyone's criticized him and it's like well oh well not like you all didn't see this happening for 20 years now <laughs> well, that, that's part of the thing like, like we said a little earlier here on the show is like like a lot of stuff that i do i say it and i don't mean to say this in like an arrogant way i, I know it might come across that way but i i do say like i'm doing this right in front of you guys i know <laughs> And I say it on purpose because I don't, I didn't, I make this up as I go, right? I didn't mean to be this kind of entrepreneur side hustle guru, which is, I just like doing this stuff. Right. And then with social media, it's like, oh, I can like do it publicly and, and help people and, and build a network and, and like it, it's fun. Uh, but I don't, I don't actually know what I'm doing, right? <laughs> so when I do these things and I, I like to say things over and over and over again, yeah. uh, then you can look back and be like, like either you're right or you're wrong. I don't mind being wrong. No. Uh, but on, I on love merch, I've been posted just now from Gary V about like you're playing the game. Like, <laughs> who cares if you're if somebody thinks you're right or wrong? Like, you're you're in it. They're well, watching. It was a good point. That, so the post was kind of about <laughs> athletes don't read their Twitter comments. At least they shouldn't. You know, yeah. I really hope they don't because you can imagine like when when Kevin Durant misses like a last point, last second shot, and loses the game, and everybody's on there like, "Oh, you suck, Durant!" Like, like why would he subject himself? To that right like yeah. he's the one playing the game he just literally does not care what anyone else uh is saying and people kind of gotta think that way to be like i'm just gonna do what i want to do and, and not worry about what other people are saying because yeah. they're they're in the seats right they're not yeah. on the court playing yeah. so but you gotta tune it out because i i've been there and i certainly understand how 
if people are feeling attacked or if, if there's you know drama or if people can think that they have haters, I certainly see how that can affect people negatively. I can certainly mm -hmm. understand if people have trouble kind of blocking it out uh, and dealing with it. Um, but the you once you overcome able, it, you have to be able to. It's like well, not everybody can, right? Not everybody yeah. has that thick skin. A lot I, there's a lot of people who have quit. They were like, look, I ain't I ain't put myself back out there because last time I did. This is what happened. That, and that, that sucks. True. That is true. So I mean, um, we, you got to call those bullies out and, and say, look, this is not acceptable. But at the same time, you can also just tune them out. Be like, mm -hmm. hey, look, if I'm not what you want and you're not willing to block me, I'm going to block you. Yeah. You know, because I, I ain't got time to try to convince. Don't try to convince people that what you're saying is right. It's like trying to sell to the unsellable. Yeah. yeah no, I don't like, do that. Like, why bother? <laughs> uh, but we, you, I think more people should take control of their social media to be like, I don't like seeing these people. I don't like these groups. I don't mm -hmm. like, like, so stop. Like you could, and not just like block on Facebook. You can like, like they have little um, programs, extensions where you say, look, I want to block YouTube because it's distracting. Uh, I don't want to see anything on, on this site. Yeah. You can control these things. And then once you do, and you realize you're not missing anything, <laughs> it, it's very freeing. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, this is the example I was trying to get to is, over the past three years of merch, I've been telling people constantly that the biggest play with merch is to find ways to use merch to help other people. Mm -hmm. Whether that's making courses, whether that's making podcasts, whether that's making design programs. I, I still want somebody to make an absolute awesome app specifically for making merch designs. Okay. Right? Like one doesn't really exist. All right, software really... developers and app developers. <laughs> I mean, they have some out there, but they're not mm -hmm. made for 4,500 by 5,400 transparent PNG yeah. files. They're not made for me to use and email the file to myself. You know, there are some T-shirt companies that have made them say, yeah, make this T-shirt or design a T-shirt, send it to us, and we'll make it for you for $45 or something. It's like, yeah. and hey, if they can get their business, that's one thing. But I'm like, no, like, like switch it back, you know, kind of going the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I so used the over app, and you're the one who showed me how to do that with your uh, videos. But the uh, that's close. close over is even better now, right? That yeah. was two years ago. Yeah, you know. Yep, I still share that those videos because I don't think anybody's really done ones since then. <laughs> I haven't made them. <laughs> I need um, to update them with you know how to like buy files off of Creative Market and then put them in your Google Drive so you can access them in your over uh, app and. It's just enough steps that people get lost. Yeah. So it's like, I almost. Step by step. Oh my gosh. It was so funny when Merch Wizard came out and I was doing videos because it was so, I was just like, it's so surreal. Just even like talking to you is surreal, but doing videos on using a software is like the farthest thing for me ever because I'm so <laughs> bad with technology and bad with everything. And I was like making these videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm the one who has to explain step-by-step step how to do something, like what is the world coming to? <laughs> but no, there are some people who would rather learn from you yes. than learn from me, than learn from the people yeah. who run Merch Wizard because they're going to be like, oh, they just want to sell it. Like, it was I, one of I, those like weird things where you realize it's actually a strength. Like it's one of my biggest weaknesses, but it in that it turned out to be a strength because it's like I'm able to understand. Like people who are really good with this, they can't understand how to explain it to someone who's not because they're like, what do you mean? Like you just push this and this and this and like they don't even know how to explain it slowly. It's like I don't even understand what you don't understand. But with me, because I'm, it's so hard for me, I'm able to explain it in a way that people who also struggle with it can understand. 
You found a way to provide value to other people, right? And then how do you benefit from that? Well, they watch your videos. They share your videos in other places. Uh Uh, You know, it's a matter of, I mean, most of this internet game is getting attention. Mm -hmm. So if you can get attention with your videos and then, hey, they can come back to your community or Facebook group. Maybe you've got affiliate links in your YouTube descriptions. Like there's value. You help other people and you're the one who's going to benefit. Like you you almost feel guilty about it. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, I like how you said, like, you don't know what you're doing because different parts of it, you don't really know what you're doing in the whole process. You just are like, okay, well, I learned this. So let me show this. And it's like, it starts to build over time. Like I I had no idea where merch money was going to go, but then it was like, you know, once we started, then it's like, okay, we'll add a podcast and ask Chris Green for the website and like it's, you just start building like over time it just it changes and you learn more and figure out things um yeah it works and, and like, like you said at the beginning like I just gave you the domains right merchmoney.com yeah. and merch.money and I'm not trying to like you know toot my own horn and be like oh Chris Green's such a nice guy yeah. I don't just give out domains like all the time but at the same time I was like well, do I, am I, I really ever going to do anything with these? Probably not. I mean, I must yeah. have a hundred different. And I did offer me. to buy it, but. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do I price it at? Right. Like yeah, 50 bucks. Exactly. Like, yeah. like or I say, oh, it's $400. You're like, well, oh, I don't want it that bad. It's like, you know, but the goodwill of helping <laughs> yeah. you guys, but like I did it without expectation. Right. So if you never right. had me on the show or if you're like, you know what? Chris Green used to be cool and he's gotten really arrogant lately and screw that guy. And we're not yeah. like, like that could have happened. Right, and yeah. I—that's something I can't control. But at the but at the same time, I was like, "Look, I'll give them domains. We'll we'll see what happens." I'm glad that they're doing a show. Hey, the show could fall apart, right? You guys mm-hmm. could stop doing the show, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" I was I was hoping I could be on their podcast every now and then, and I get some exposure, <laughs> and now the whole show is done. Oh, like, but because I didn't yeah. have those expectations, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Like, and you do that all the time to so many people in the community. So it's like, I'm sure sometimes that nothing ever comes of it. And then other times it ends up being way better than you could have ever imagined. And it's like, it's just, but it, how, it, it, how it's never is. a negative. Right. Yeah. That's what people exactly. need to remember. Like, if you could just help people, if you try to provide value to people without this yeah. expectation of like, oh, you know, I did that for them. And then they like didn't do something for me. Like, that's what kills it. Right. Because yeah. if you have that mentality, you're eventually going to be let down. It's just statistics, right? Yeah. Like, so you're setting yourself up to be upset and then yeah. you're blaming someone else when it's actually your fault. Like, yeah, it just doesn't work, right? Like, it, it just gets way it's too It's not an abundance mentality where it's like there's plenty, plenty for everything. You don't have to like worry if you're getting exactly, exactly back what you gave. Like, you just, yeah. just give. <laughs> It's just so much fun, and all these things are, are, yeah. are very inexpensive. Like the you know registering domains doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah, talk about domains. So you you bought all you you're very smart about seeing like where things are going and being ahead of it. I feel like that's, you're good at that. It, it, this is an amazing story, and I I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, oh, what day was it? Because today's Monday, right? Uh, so this, I know it's so hard to know days of the week. I'm I'm so surprised I've never missed our our show. It's like it's an entrepreneur re- thing, right? Like you don't get hard to remember. Like Friday. is it Monday? I don't know. The guys <laughs> I play volleyball with, we play on Mondays and Fridays, and I'm always like, "Is today Monday or Friday?" Look at me, like, how do you not know what day it is? I'm like, because I play volleyball on Monday, Friday, so these days are very similar. But to them, Friday is like, oh yeah, Friday. We're gonna, we're gonna clock out early. We're gonna go drink beer. Yeah. We don't have to wake up tomorrow. Like that's that's every day. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no. Oh, it's Monday. Boohoo. Like, oh, I missed the weekend. No. Like, no. It's like 
every day is kind of the same. So I think it was Friday. It might have been Saturday. <laughs> uh, and I was driving with David. David's my son. He's 12 years old. And oh, which day did this come out? All right, I, I need to find the day because this is going to make it make a lot more sense. Um, so I was driving with David and, you know, we're up here in New England and uh, so we got <laughs> Patriots and all that stuff. So it's, it's all in the news all the time. Uh, oh, I got the wrong email. Patriots are all over the news. So there's this, all this fuss with uh, uh, Antonio Brown. Right, mm -hmm. he was a, a wide receiver on on pay on Pittsburgh. Then he got traded or signed or did something with Oakland, and then he wanted to be released. And there was all this back and forth on on the internet. Uh, so September seventh, okay, wow, this is a long time ago. Uh, September, so that's a Saturday. So yeah, it was a week, almost a week later. David talks about this. Um, he puts out this video. He's trying to get released. You know, he's talking about different drama with uh, his team and all this stuff. Uh, so it was, it was pretty late in the in the day on the seventh. I was definitely it was definitely nighttime on the East Coast. Uh, I haven't told the story before, so I'm not telling it well. I'll tell the David <laughs> side first. So a week later, right? And then I'll tell the beginning. A week later, David says, "Hey, have you seen?" you know, what Antonio Brown's been doing, because now he's been signed by the Patriots. So now, of course, we're talking about him up here. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he, you know, you should, he says to me, you should make some ain't no more games t-shirts for merch, because that was kind of the end of his video where he says, this is my life, ain't no more games. And uh... it was, the video was kind of, in my opinion, postured as, you know, the coaches and everybody just telling this guy, like we don't we don't care about all your individuality. We don't care about what you actually want as a human. Just shut up and play football, mm, right? Okay. Which could have taken some some racist tones. It could have been society. Like it could have. I thought it was going to get more, be more controversial than it when it was when it came out. Okay. Um, but I saw it. I saw this video with like twelve thousand views. It's got like you know twenty million views at this point. And I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I'm I stop what I'm doing. I go to the computer. I make a quick eight no more games uh, uh, design. Just, just basic, very bit yeah. like a kind of a, yeah. a rough font. Uh, I got the eight no more games.com domain. I upload yeah. it to merch. Uh, it's like like twelve thousand views into this video. I'm like, you know, this this you know, it's been in the news for for weeks. Yeah, I'm like this this could get big. Uh, so I have to wait until the image is approved before I get the link. So because then I can go back to GoDaddy and have the domain forward to the link. So if you go to eight no more games.com, it's going to go straight to my merch Amazon listing. Uh, mm -hmm. And David, a week later, he's like, you should put T-shirts up. And I said, guess who owns AintNoMoreGames.com and had the first T-shirt up? And he's like, I don't know who. It's like me. Like me. Like this is what I do. Right. Like I and it was such a good example of like he's just seen it in the media. He's, he's yeah. seeing people use this phrase on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And he's like a week later. Hey, hey, this, this would make a great T-shirt idea. I was like, yeah, it made a great T-shirt idea a week ago. <laughs> right. And it was kind of even like a validation moment for me that like, yeah, hey, like I, I'm I'm making a bet when no one else thinks that bet is good. Right. You know, and that's kind of a way to look at it. Like when when something happens and the domain is still there. Right. A that new phrase. The president tr you know, tweets Kofefi. Right. Before. Yeah. I remember I went to bed early that night. And then he tweeted that at night. And by the time I woke up, I think it was like six in the morning, a rare night where I wake up early and I'm like, what everybody's talking about, what the president talking about, Kofefi. I'm like, 
Let me see if I can get Kofefe.com. It was already taken. Right. And if I'd so stayed up smart. late, I would have got it. And do you know how many people typed in Kofefe.com? Like so it's smart. free traffic. I never buy that. I never think about that buying domains for a phrase like that. That is it's good it's a cheap bet. Good tip. Think about it this way. It's you know, I have like domain club. I have enough domains with GoDaddy to give me a discount. Otherwise, I think it's like 12 bucks. They but did it, call me about that. I guess I have whatever is just barely enough that they yes, think I know I might... all their stuff. It, it's worth it on your yeah. renewals, right? But yeah. if say it's 12 bucks full price, it's a cheap bet. Yeah, right. Register it. You have it for a whole year where you can re redirect it to something, or maybe it gets popular and someone wants to buy the domain, whatever it is. And hey, if if a year later you're like, you know what, I don't want that anymore, just don't renew it. And you're done. It's a dollar a month, right? And it might just work. And you can use because I would much rather post ain't no more games.com to get your Antonio Brown shirts, which you know it sounds like we're selling Antonio Brown. Like there's no Antonio Browns, there, there's there's no name, there's no team, there's not there's yeah. no number 84, there's nothing referenced. It, all it says is ain't no more games. I stand by it. Uh you can make those shirts and get them up super fast. Yeah. Uh you know, and maybe nothing happens of it. You know, it didn't yeah. blow up the way that I thought it would. I thought it would be more popular. Actually, I haven't even checked if I stole any. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's another very good point because people get discouraged. They listen to something like this and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to do that." Then they like, you know, a week later there'll be some kind of phrase. They'll do exactly what you just said, and it won't sell. And they'll be like, "Oh, it didn't work," and they'll never do it again. Instead of just being like, <laughs> "It doesn't always work." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's. It's uh, that that is a really good tip right there about buying the domain. I I knew you bought a lot of domains, but I didn't think about it in that specific way of like for a specific shirt. So, All right, so I'm I'm gonna back this up to when it happened, and we'll see exactly how many. Because I, I think this is kind of a good example of like this sounds like a great idea, and oh, I bet Chris Green made a ton of money, and here I am looking at it. And now keep in mind, I never posted this anywhere, so I didn't really like get on it and like. Follow everybody on Instagram that's right. using a special hashtag, you're replying and all this stuff. Right. Zero. Yeah. I sold zero shirts. Yeah. Right. And maybe, so I mean, let, let's do a little extra research like live here. So I'm going to merchresearch.com. That redirects to a merchant form or search page. And I'm going to put in, in quotes, ain't no more games. And let's see how many listings are up. Because I know more than just my shirts are up at this point. Uh, there's only five. There's only five. That's it. And I would say that the all the other ones are not. Uh, they're all they're all from the same person because they're all using the same font. A couple of them have 84 in the background, which is dumb because he's number 17 on the Patriots anyway, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, that's when you and have don't to... put identify like 84. Yeah. I would say he's probably might get a takedown. I have no fear about mine. You know, I didn't even put it in a description or, or bullet points. Right. Yeah. The only people searching for this are people searching for ain't no more games. That's right. it. Right. Like I don't need to be like, well, I need how you know? Can I put football? You know, and Pittsburgh? Like no. Like put none of it in. Yeah. Right. Like it's the title and the brand. <laughs> that's yeah. That's it for this one. Right. Now you could take it a step further and say, look, you know, like how could I promote this? Maybe I want to run ads. You know, could I? Does Antonio Brown have a Facebook fan page that I can target with ads? You could certainly certainly do that. Uh, I mean. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're talking a little. I'm wearing my white hat, which I wear when like we're going to talk about stuff that's that's not gray hat or black hat. That might be a little gray hat <laughs> to actively target Antonio Brown's fan page with T-shirts that he's not 
I mean, it's kind. Yeah. It's a very. It's a light gray. It's a light. Gray. <laughs> what are you suggesting on merch money? Are you trying to get everybody in trouble? <laughs> I have oh I, sh I have a gray hat. I should I should put on my gray hat for when we talk gray. <laughs> All right, gray, gray hat tactics here. So uh, but I think people get the idea. I see the chat. Yeah, I mean the chat's yeah. been great over but here. You're, like you're so you're so um think of creative things like that. So is there anything that you think um like made I don't know how to say it like made you like that like is there anything that you attribute to your forward thinking or your like seeing trends and seeing um or is it just like over the years just kind of like seeing how things unfold and you're like oh okay I did this well and like this happened like how I thought it would and no it, it's not as much of a like a strategy like oh I'm good at this so I'm gonna like really practice and get better yeah. at it kind of thing it's just I enjoy doing it, yeah. right? So it doesn't feel like work at all to be like, ooh, something's trending. Let, let me see what pieces are, are out. What can we put together? You know, is it something that could be big enough uh, that could go viral? Like, I'm not upset or that I didn't sell any shirts. I'm actually yeah. not surprised because, you know, after that video kind of came out, it really didn't, it wasn't in the news the next day about, oh, Antonio Brown's showing that, you know, the coaches don't care about him and they just want him to yeah. shut his mouth and play football, which I, as for publicity, I was hoping that's the way that it was going to go. Uh, I don't have a dog in the fight, so it doesn't matter to me. I think that you're, like, too humble. Like, I don't think that you really see that you see things before other people. Like, like it's, like, a fact. <laughs> like, it's happened over and over and over and over again. Like, FBA, merch, and then, like, on and on and on. The the Any new thing on Facebook, like, the, um, I don't know. You had, like, Chris.me, right? Or some kind of, like... Oh, like you, if you go to m.me, I mean, this is kind of like a little bonus tip for people. Yeah. Um, your Facebook profile name or your Facebook page names for you guys that are using pages can be used with Messenger by just typing out m, letter m, like for Messenger, dot me slash your username. Yeah. Uh, so, Helen, I forget what your username is. I could find it real quick. For Helen or Merch Money? I think it's just Merch. I don't think you even set one. It's giving me like a, a profile ID number, which I guess would work. <laughs> no, I set up a merch money one. It should say uh, facebook.com slash merch money. Slash merch money. All right, let me check that one. Because this works for profiles as well as, oh, merch. It went to merch.money and then there's no page there. Hmm. I don't know. We do have a, a page and a, and a group. <laughs> I'll find it. All right. Um, I, it might be page to the group. So many merch money groups. Did I tell you about that? We have a merch money group in like almost well, not every language. There's hundreds of languages, but we have merch money show is your name. That's what it is. Oh, hmm. Yeah. So you're at merch money show on Facebook. So if you if anybody okay. just types in m.me slash merch money show, it's gonna open up Facebook Messenger and uh send a message there. So I haven't liked your page. So there I liked your page now. Thank you. I can visit <laughs> your group, I can send you a message. Awesome. I can do all this stuff. Uh, but anybody, so that, that's me, m.me slash Chris is, is my Facebook uh, yeah. page, uh, which I'll, I'll, there's a little secret behind that. And I, I like having that. It's just a vanity name, yeah. right? Like it, it's not worth money kind of thing. But when people, when I sign my fa my emails with Chris Green, facebook.com slash Chris, people are like, huh, this that's interesting. Maybe maybe this guy like knows what he's talking about instead of like Facebook.com slash you know Chris Green, Chris Green you know, 
you know, <laughs> big, big money player chains. Like that does, it's called signaling, right? There's actually a word for this stuff. And you're signaling that you're not acting like a professional when your username is Chris G money, you know, gold chains baller. Like I get so that you... that works in high school, but like when you get to be a professional, like you have to have your own, like a .com email address. Don't be using no hotmail or Yahoo. Like little things like that matter, especially if you're trying to yeah. set up a merch relationship with people and have websites and like, it's not hard. Like I, I typically use uh, G suite from Google. Mm -hmm. So I'll get a domain for eight bucks for a year. Uh, I'll sign up for G Suite. Their lowest price plan is five bucks a month. That yep. gives you customized email. Uh, so, so you can have, you know, Helen at MerchMoney.com. Uh, mm -hmm. Five bucks for every account. So you want to have one for Christina? Like, like yeah. no problem. You know, another I five bucks. They give you a YouTube account, Google Docs, like the whole suite for five bucks a month. And it, yeah. even just a custom email. So you can have a business card or a flyer, or you leave something behind with, with a restaurant where you're trying to get them on, on local merch. You have to signal a, some level of professionalism. Mm -hmm. um, or and it's just the way the world works. Is it fair? If someone says that guy's got a, an AOL email address, I would never email them. Like that's not really fair to judge people by their yeah. email domain, but that's what we all do. Mm -hmm. right so for five bucks a month you can avoid that <laughs> yeah um, we should do that i did that for a business where i did the the g suite and set it up with the at and then the business name but for merge money we just have merge money show at gmail.com <laughs> so well it depends what it. you're doing right like if, it's, yeah, if yeah. it's internal or external kind of thing yeah but so do you feel like you've been like that your whole life or was there like I think it's just innate, kind of like how Gary V explains, like how certain things are just like innate, where he just is like. Oh, it's yeah, it's definitely. I think it's like, innate. Oh, I can think back, and I've been meaning to almost make a list of like all the little side hustle businesses, and it's not that yeah. I was trying to build something because, hey, I really want to do this business, or I really want to do this. But it's like, no, hey, I see an opportunity here, and yeah. it's fun for me to kind of explore it and try it out, and then yeah. that's when it kind of gets boring. Like once it's like, oh, okay, that works. Yeah. Then I'm on kind of to the next thing, yeah. Um, and it's it's a little bit of a curse. So I I know you know it's meant as a compliment, but it's actually kind of a curse because of living in the world of the internet, right? And actually, it's better now than like if you if I lived in 1900, where like you your brain wouldn't have things to work on. You could <laughs> plow the field, and you could bale the hay, and go to sleep. And like, there was a lot of stuff happening, and when was like. <laughs> Carnegie and Ford and all of them, like oh right, but they didn't have the opportunities we have today. I mean, just yeah, twenty years ago, we already talked about how things were different. Yeah. You know, so like you didn't have a lot of options, and so what we have today, because of things like Amazon and, and YouTube and Facebook and streaming, we have options, and that's one of the things that I, I've also kind of felt I've gotten very good at lately is helping people identify their strengths, mm -hmm. and then help them choose some options so that they can pursue something that will both work and they'll enjoy right because yeah. like what we're doing here right now there are like this is not the most economical you know use of our time right now right we're right. not sitting here making so much money per hour that like this is crazy this, i can't believe this is i'm so glad that this is what we get to do for for a living i really appreciate you being on here <laughs> oh, are, so no i don't mean it that way i think you, no, don't take <laughs> it the wrong way <laughs> no i mean it for the people listening to be like yeah. You have to find that balance because you know people have said like you want to make more money, go play football, right? Like go be Beyonce. You want like be a, an entertainer. You want to make more money. Uh, not everybody's good enough to be an entertainer, but they're the ones who make money. 
instead of saying, look, you're really good at this. Like, like I've met so many people who are really good at hosting podcasts. Right. And they're like, and they would even say, no, I don't think I'm that good. I'm like, you're just better. You have a good demeanor. You know, everybody likes the sound of your voice. Like, like all these things, like not everybody has a good demeanor. Not everybody has a pleasant voice. Like that's just <laughs> the way it is. But if you can find something you're good at and then find a way to turn it into a business, then right. now all of a sudden you're making money doing what you like instead of like, oh, I'm glad I'm making money with merch, but I really don't like it. Right. There's plenty of people doing that right now. Yeah. They don't like merch. They don't like designing. They don't like the, the slow upload process, you know, compared to what it could be through an API, which I'm sure will come yeah. in the future. Um, but they could be like, I, they could say, you know what? I like making these designs, but you know, they're not, they're not selling on my account. Well, Hey, why don't you make designs for other people? Right. Why don't you make graphic packs that you sell in creative market and sell so, people can't have excuses. Like there's a way around. <laughs> I don't think people are using it as excuses. Like I said, I've done this long enough that I, I got oh, a pretty good joking. read on people. There's so many excuses out there. <laughs> well, a lot of times the excuses, they're overwhelmed. Um, right. They don't realize that something they're good at is actually something that's amazing and could be completely monetized or that they have uh, an amazing backstory that is going to get mm -hmm. them the attention that they need to then mm -hmm. offer something for sale or offer mentoring package i mean people are underestimating the, the number of people out there who would pay money every month just to be in a positivity group just to join a group that meets 30 minutes a day where they say hey you guys can do this you know like i know some of you guys had a bad day yesterday like like is that for everybody no but there are some people that's what they need and some people will be really good at hosting and kind of admining uh, a group like that like Again, there are so many different things that you can do when you understand these the, the platforms out there. And that's probably what I would say I'm better at, is that I understand all the different platforms out there. I, I have a good kind of grasp on how you can use them together uh, mm -hmm. to build something. Uh, at the same time, eliminating some platforms to say, look, I know you want to have a million subs on YouTube, but that's not where your audience is. Yeah. Do this over here, use KDP to, to publish and get notoriety and then, you know, deliver content, you know, sell content through Gumroad and manage subscriptions over. And once they, they're like, wow, you really think I can do that? And they needed me to kind of give them the confidence. And sometimes it's the permission, right? They've been told, no, that's never going to work. And I'm like, I, I've told people, and this works, and I'm not trying to like play tricks on people with their, their psychology. But I I'll remember tell you this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I haven't told this. This is a real short story. I don't know which story you're well, talking about. Well, the story that I remember you telling is like you would, um, uh, with the FBA days, you you would go like shopping with somebody, and oh yeah, you, that one. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like, yes, you're right. <laughs> that is a good product to buy. Like, here's your permission to go buy it. Like, it's like so easy to to explain to scan something, but you the people needed to hear the permission permission that they were right and that it was the right thing to buy. Yeah. No, the one I was going to tell was, uh, I say it's a very short, it's not even a story. It's, I've talked to so many people who they tell me like their backstory and I tell them, I am so jealous of your story because that is an amazing story. It will get so much attention. It's going to have, it's going to have so much context with so many people. People are going to be able to relate to you in, in an awesome way that like, you know, but everybody has their own story. I can't mm -hmm. take their story and pretend it happened to me. You know, but but they can, you know, and this is a good example of one. And there might be some some people listening that this is them uh, military moms or military wives. Right. Who are often, so, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there's husbands supporting their wives. But, you know, stereotypically, it's probably more men 
uh, you know, in the service and uh, the women who are supporting them and sacrificing by traveling mm -hmm. and being away mm -hmm. from family and maybe delaying having kids and, and being at home, you know, solo for long periods of time and not being in one place long enough to get a traditional job and having right. this burden of saying, I really want to contribute to the family, but I, I can't. And then right. when they learn about Merch by Amazon and they're like, this is amazing. This is what military moms need. And I'm like, yeah, guess who's the messenger to military moms? Yeah. Because it's not me. Yeah. It's them because they're a military mom. They're a military wife. They're a military girlfriend. They have yep. the context and the network. They literally know dozens and dozens <laughs> of other military moms and they can go and say, hey, guys, we're going to I know a lot of you guys, you know, that you want to contribute. Uh, you know, you have the, the level of frustration because you can't because mm -hmm. I mean, Think about it. if you're in a place for two months, like who's going to hire you? Like right. I, I get that struggle. So they come in and say, "Hey, I heard about this merch by Amazon thing on this crazy merch money podcast thing." <laughs> and like, I think we can do this. And they get together and they all help each other. And then all yep. of a sudden, they're making some passive income. And, and and imagine the military designs that they can make and sell to all their military community yeah. and and first respond. Like, but that's their story. Like, that I can't hop into that that market and be like. Hey, I'm not even American. I'm Canadian, right? They're not going to buy anything from me. It doesn't matter how many flags or eagles or, or stars or stripes has on it at all. But oh, I, I say okay. these things openly and, and freely. So the people, are, the people that are listening be like, oh, I get it, right? Like I'm, I'm in a motorcycle club and, and for Pete's sakes, I, I know how, how hard they work to make shirts for our, our rallies. Like I have value that I can offer them. And mm -hmm. I'd say, People that know about Merch by Amazon are the minority. No one else in your motorcycle club knows about Merch by Amazon. Promise. I know. We all think None. it gets, like, gets saturated or something. And I'm like, think about your town. Like, how many people are on Merch by Amazon? And, like, I've been trying to set up meetups everywhere. There's not a lot of people in each city. So it's really hard to get a good meetup size because it's, like, how many people are in Raleigh, North Carolina? Like, <laughs> not a lot doing Merch. No, you can network with people online, say like join yeah. the Facebook groups, all those things. But it's yeah. but I just mean it's wide open. Like you don't, it's not there's not as much. I mean, there is a lot of competition, but it's it's not as much as it could be. Like there's so not a lot of people who really know about this yet. I don't want people to think competition because it is a battle. It's not even a battle, it's a it's providing value, yeah. right? If you can provide value to people, it doesn't matter if, if Gary V comes to town where I yeah. live, some people are gonna come see me. Yeah. Because they feel I provide them more. Like, it's not a competition, right? Really if you yeah. provide value to people, that's all you have to do. And don't underestimate uh, like the goodwill that comes along with it. And because yeah. of Facebook and YouTube and all these things, you can provide value to other people literally for free. Other yeah. than your, your time to, to write a post. Other than the 18 seconds it took for you to, to you know post some encouraging words to somebody in a Facebook group. Now you're providing value to them. Then they're going to come back and be like, they're going to recommend you. Uh, yeah. They might buy your products. They're going to share your stream. Which yep. means someone else is going to buy it. Like, and I've done all those things, <laughs> bought all your books. It just you're works. The, you're the one that uh, I first learned FBA from, and it was right after reading uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I started searching uh, passive income online just because I it was a concept I hadn't even thought of before, and uh, FBA came up. And then after I searched FBA, your name came up, and uh, yeah. That's how the whole thing. It started. probably still does. All the FBI I still got all, all copies of my books yeah. over here. So um, yeah, I watched all your stuff all through 2014, 15, and then eventually, like, I never in a million years would have thought I'd do a, a show with you or 
ever meet you. I, I, you know, it's crazy. So, oh, well, Ken Reels here. Ken is, is becoming quickly becoming like the godfather of, of merch, uh, and he's confirming few large brands even know about merch by Amazon. Like it, it's this undercover secret. Few like large brands even know how to set up a proper website. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> I remember, like, uh, oh gosh, who was it? Um, oh my god, I'm completely forgetting his name. Ty oh, Lopez. Hi Lopez. Oh, yeah. He was going through like all the major like retailers talking about their websites. Like they're trying to do online retail instead of just like in the store. And it was hilarious. Like, he was just like, <laughs> I forget which one it was, like Kmart or something, which is so funny. Like it was so bad. Oh, they're behind. <laughs> it's like oh well, Flav is here and, and Rich is here. These are these are the guys that are running Ecom Chicago. Are you going to Ecom Chicago? No, I I went to Midwest Ecom, but I uh, I'm not going to Ecom Chicago. But it, it'll be a good event. I think yeah. I might. This is a little bit of like a, a reveal. I think I might actually offer or or reveal uh, my coaching program. It, it's almost like 20 years in the making, kind yeah. of thing. Um, so it's it's planned to be a year long coaching program. I was going to um, say, I'm like, wait, you don't have coaching already? This is new? Oh, my God. <laughs> not like a dedicated thing. Like, I, I take plenty wow. of phone calls, uh, you know, and, and honestly, like, by helping so many people for so long, that's yeah. where, like, hey, I've got a good grasp on what people need, uh, yeah. like, where they get stuck. And, you know, with all the different platforms out there, I, I think it is more of a, like, people need a, a year-long coaching program. Uh, to kind of expose them to different things, help them try things, find what they're really good at. It is a bit of a mind shift or a mindset shift. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something people can come in and say, hey, I've been working, you know, a nine to five job for 20 years. And you know what? I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Like, it doesn't it happen overnight. I still struggle. And it's like I thought I felt like I was so um, I don't know, like I was a manager. So I felt like I was so. Uh, self-motivated and all of that but there's still struggles where i'm not thinking like an entrepreneur or thinking correctly or seeing the right the right way to dedicate my time like i get stuck on like just like we were talking about earlier like stuck on the uploads or stuck on the you know the minutiae instead of being like okay i need to focus on the most important thing yeah there's so. no like real specific or, or perfect mentors like there's a, yeah. like if you want to do x job then yeah, you could find someone who's the best in that job. Like no one's the best at this make we're making up the world as we go right now. Yeah. Right? As as Amazon is, they're making up new platforms, they throw them out there for people to try. They don't always work, they break, they're, they're not perfect and yeah. you know, which is why like it's not like a one-time thing. Uh, you know, let let's work together for a year. And yeah, it, it's going to be a, a, a pretty a pretty powerful offer. I'm so uh, excited for that. Maybe I'll I, do I think it. everybody, uh, I, there's so much in it in so many different ways that I think I a say, lot of people are going to jump on it. All different levels. Like, well, that, that's where it is. Cause I've, I've done this yeah. long enough that, you know, yeah. I've got some higher up stuff, but I, I also, I would say I, I spent not specialized, but I, I do, I do a great job of helping people who want to get started, who often don't, they don't know what they're good at or they don't realize what they're good at is actually something that would make an amazing business. Yeah. It's a, it's often called imposter syndrome where they're like, why would anybody pay me for that? I'm like, dude, you know more about this topic than anybody I've ever met, but they don't think of it as they're an expert. They just like, they just really enjoy the topic. Yeah. 
I'm yep. like, you know how to set up all these streaming things? Like, like they're pl- like people would pay you to help them set up video game streaming as esports continues to gain traction. Like, really, there's already YouTube channels about that. Yeah, but not your YouTube channels, and you're really good at it, and you have your own, you know, history and stories and all these things. Like, you really I think, think so? Like, yeah. Your negatives, kind of like how I was saying, like I'm really bad with technology. It ended up being a a positive because I'm able to explain it to people better. And I think with the military moms is the same thing. Like they might have an idea in their head, like, oh, well, I haven't had this career. Like this is a detriment that I'm a military mom. And like, and instead you're like, no, it's a, no, it's a positive. Strength. Like this is so good. So I think it's a lot of times it's it's that. It's like you either have something innate so you don't realize it's a, it's a strength, or you have something that you look at as something oh. bad that's that's actually a strength. It's the exact same thing, like you said. Like you're yeah. like you've done this all your life, Chris. Like you're why? Are you, how'd you get so good? Why? Like I get it, but like that's just who I am, right? Right. right. So I don't see it as like oh I learned yeah. this and I like I put yeah. in all the hours and you know no. I, I I earned all that. Like no, I was I had a garage sale when I was in kindergarten on a TV yeah. tray out in the yard with with my toys and and like I would like wait I try to flag people to come over and buy my <laughs> junky broken toys. Uh, I was like, what kindergartner does that? Yeah. Right. Like like that's crazy talk. Um, but everybody has, has something that they're good at. Yeah. Um, and I I like to kind of help them, help them find it and then kind of, you know, put the, put the pieces around them that they need. Cause often they're, they, they're like, okay, I get that people would pay me money for this, but now what? I was like, well, I would start a YouTube channel. I would search people on Twitter and Instagram. I would start your own Facebook group that you can run however you want. I would start thinking about what kind of books you could publish so that you would get instant credibility by being a published author around your, I remember your topic. You about that. Yep. Uh, it, I it's all pretty basic it. stuff. <laughs> have not uh, published a book. Well, I'm, I'm going to challenge you then. I think you need to have a book published. Um, I don't want to put a deadline because I don't want to put extra pressure on you. But don't overthink the content of the book. The book could be, yeah. you know, the t- top 10 things I learned in my first three years on Merch by Amazon. And you don't do it for money. And, and you talk about creating a YouTube show. And you, you talk about how I'm assuming your first episode was the worst episode. Right? Like, every, you probably <laughs> started late. Episode, we didn't go live, luckily. Like, we did, we decided to do, like, a practice one because none of us had done it before. Sure. And I had somehow done this, like, YouTube search for, like, a webcam thing. And it, and somewhere I showed like oh you can use your phone as a webcam so I did I used my phone instead of just buying a webcam for some reason and <laughs> it was like an app where it t- you were supposed to pay for the app but I hadn't paid for it so when we started it just had like advertisements running across my face <laughs> I'm like what if that had been our first show it was so hilarious. that's a great chapter though <laughs> right we, that, have, we still great, have it I don't have that story that's it's your unpublished. story but it's hilarious. No, it's you just can take like, a screenshot from it and, yeah. and post it. And again, don't overthink it. It's just to have a book. And then now you have a book both on Kindle and, and paperback. You have something that you can give away. So on yeah. every show, you could say, hey, guys, you know, drop your email. You know, Sign up here. We're going to pick you know, a, a winner. And you could pick more than one winner, right? Like You could honestly give the book to everybody who emails you. That's sure, the why trick. Not? That's the trick at those restaurants where they're like, drop your business card for like a lunch catering yeah, something. The smart they, ones give it to they, everybody. They call every single person. Yep. Every single one. But I would I would do this. So let, let's, I know we're, we're kind of going over time. Yeah, I'm but sorry. I, we can. No, I, I think people should be thinking like, wait a minute, why would she give away books? It's like, well, now you have their email address. Yeah. Right. So I want people to remember, like, like we're talking about things that you can do. We're talking about it right in front of you guys. Yeah. Right. So you're like, hey, I want all your email addresses that are here. 
okay, I'm going to set up a website that has a good offer. Like you can get a free download of the book or you can go all the way. So look, I will mail you a copy of the book. It'll cost you about four to $5 to physically mail someone a copy of your book. But if it's, if it's the right audience and they're gonna be like, wow, hell, I can't believe she like, wow, that's like impressive. Right. So now you're attempting to acquire a customer or a, a fan or an advocate, uh, for five bucks, right? Businesses spend a heck of a lot more than five bucks to get people to mm -hmm. buy their products, right? Yeah. They're running all these ads and you can do it by giving away. And it's like give away digital. It doesn't have to cost you money. Yeah. Sign up here, you know, give me your email. Uh, I'll send you, you know, you'll get a free instant download of my book. It's got this great information. You don't do it with expectation. Most of them won't read it anyway. That's just yeah. the statistics. <laughs> uh, but now you have their email, email address. Now you're building an email list of people who are interested in merch. And you can say, look, like and for three out of every four weeks, you just send them valuable information. This is what I learned today. Hey, did you see this new update? All this stuff. So they stay up to date by reading your emails. And then the last email or the last week of the month, you email them something that has affiliate links in it. Or, hey, guys, we made this new extension. You can download. It's $9.99 a month. You know, Whatever it is, they're going to read your offers. They're going to consider buying your products because you've given them so much value up front. Now, they might not. But they're not going to like unsubscribe. They're not going to be like, oh, 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 she sent me a book. She emailed <laughs> me all this helpful information. And then she dared to let me know about an extension. No, unsubscribe. Like it doesn't happen. And if they do, who cares? Like, <laughs> it's happened once in our group so far. <laughs> what, somebody fussed? Somebody got mad because we uh, did an affiliate link for Creative Fabrica. <laughs> Whatever. Like, so I, would, I would ignore that so hard. Like yeah, they, would, yeah. they would have to post again. Hey, did you see that I'm fussing at you? I'd be like, I didn't because I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> she did write more than once. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. That was like, I'm just looking at the time. That was 13 minute coaching call I just got. <laughs> you could do thank all this stuff right now. So I, I think it's on your audience now to hold so guys, you to that's, it. That's Chris's coaching right there. He just did 13 minutes live for all you guys <laughs> for me. All right. So every by the time, by next month, you have to at least have like an, an outline. An outline. Okay. Is that, a, is that enough time? Because you how could have the whole should, book done in a month. How long should the book be? What should my goal be? Like how, see, the and I'm thinking page, about. <laughs> oh, it's 24 <laughs> pages. It's the minimum. Just right? write it. That's only 12 pages. So, I mean, I, I, the advice I like to give, because most people can write a top 10 list. Okay. Right. Top 10 things you learn. Like if it's a real estate agent, top 10 things new homeowners should buy. If it's a, a car salesman, top 10 things you should know before, you know, top 10 differences between leasing and buying. Like yeah. don't overthink. It just has to be some kind of list of 10 things I learned, you know, from maybe you do a transitioning from, you know, nine to five manager to full-time entrepreneur, 10 things I didn't expect, you know, yeah. and like, just think about it. it take your phone, write little notes. Be like, oh, you know what? That would make a good chapter. Uh, if nothing else, it'll be a blog post because I still don't have a blog. I've been really wanting to do a blog. Um, what? Here, all right. We're, we're going to give you some more coaching because this is just too perfect. All right. So do a blog. And I, I would do this. So write a 10-chapter book. Turn it into a book maybe. Well, you could do it both ways, right? You could write the whole thing uh, and then release each chapter as a blog post because you're not writing this book for money. Yeah. Right? So you can release the content all, all kinds of different places. I would do 10 different videos of you okay. literally reading each of the chapters and upload them to YouTube. And at the end say, Hey guys, if you want the whole book, the link's in the description or, or bitly.com or bitly slash Helen's book, right? Like 
you're just giving this away. You're not doing it for money, but because yeah. people are like, oh, I've listened to three chapters. I love her information. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go buy the book. And then once they buy the book, I mean, here's a ninja strategy. Oh, look at Rich. He said 10 things I learned from Chris Green. <laughs> that's that's a good book. Green keyword in there. You can piggyback on my, on my oh fame my and all that. Yeah. But you could put, this is a, this is a trick that I haven't done yet, but I'm dying to try is to put some kind of offer or redemption in a self-published book through KDP that says to, to get your redemption or to get your, your bonus content or to unlock this feature, email me your Amazon receipt. Right. You haven't done like, that. I feel Not like that specific. Right. I've, I've had, send me your email, your order number. So I actually verify that they actually ordered something. Not, not that that can't be faked. I don't know if it's a real order number, right? Like yeah, it yeah. doesn't mean anything, but it makes them at least say, I really did buy it. And like most people aren't willing to actually lie at that extent. Right. But by getting their, their Amazon order or order email, you now have their address. Um, right. Which means you can, you can surprise. Is I don't know. white I don't hat always... tactic or a gray hat or is this? <laughs> I don't, I'd have, to, I should really read the KDP thing before I do this. You might have to switch to your gray hat for that one. <laughs> well, I, I want to be, I don't think there's anything in the KDP guidelines that says you can't solicit information from within the book. I mean, the book is what it is. I mean, heck, I could publish a book outside of KDP and, and send it to Amazon on receipt to, so I can verify that you bought it new from Amazon because that means I get royalty, right? If you buy used from Amazon, if you buy from third party, I ain't getting no royalty. Sold I have sold a Chris Green book used on Amazon. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't make any money on that, which is all Bought right. Bought it, and then I uh, sold it. <laughs> but but this is the this is the next phase of this. So this isn't for the cheapy book. This would be like for maybe a more expensive book, like you know, like advanced merch tips and tricks or whatever. Now you have their address and their email address, and you can surprise and delight them. You surprise. That does not mean showing up at their house. <laughs> no, you send them something like a surprise package in the mail, and they get it, and they're like. Like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Maybe it's got like a, a gift card for a, a t-shirt, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe it's a hundred dollar book and you're gonna send them a link to a t-shirt, like a, a very specific, you know, merch money supporter t-shirt with a $12 yeah. gift card because you price it at cost, like eleven eighty or whatever it is. You send them a $12 gift card, which they can or cannot use for the shirt, right? Like maybe they don't use it, but then they can buy whatever color, whatever size. You don't have to ask them, you don't have to inventory, you don't have to do any of that stuff. Uh, you can include merch money, sunglasses. You can include like maybe a little $20 prize pack that you send to them as a, as a gift. They're going to be like, this is amazing. But your $100 book, you made 70 bucks on. Yeah. Right. So now you got some money to keep them happy. And now they're going to come back. They're going to, hey, guys, you got to buy this book because then, then Helen's going to send you the sweet, you know, and everybody's going to want the glasses, right? Exclusive. The only place you can get them is by buying this. Over here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's so many cool things that you can do. And, and that's, again, where my coaching comes in. Depending on what, what someone wants to do and what they're good at, we're putting different pieces together in different yeah. ways. Like this strategy isn't going to work for everybody. Yeah. But I, I'm dying to try it around a $100 book, um, getting that information. I love in. that one book. I don't know if you posted it or somebody posted it, but they're like, how I made... I don't even know the amount, like how I made a million dollars in a year or something like that. And then the price of the book was a million dollars or like whatever it was. It was like what, how I made X amount of money. And that's how much the book was. <laughs> uh, there are great books that have kind of like goof titles and like yeah. spoof titles. Yeah. Um, 
I think more people should should do that. I mean, and you can do that with the notebooks and the and the journal type stuff where you can have a funny. There's people who do print out fake books to read on the subway that with like very inappropriate titles, yeah. right? So it's like you're really reading about that on the subway. Like, yeah. And you could do that with just a notebook on KDP, right? Yeah, get, like kind of get someone not to sit next to you or something, and it's like yeah. Some kind of disease or something you're reading yeah. about. How to pass gas silently in crowded spaces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and people be like, like, what's well, good? It's just a blank book, right? Like, yeah. There's lots and lots of things you can do. So I, you know, I know we talked about some more advanced stuff. You know, I, I think we probably went over people's heads. Thank you for my 20 minute coaching call. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on the show twice. Well, uh, such an honor. And uh, am I your you first repeat guest? We've had a couple. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> you can come on again next week, and then you'll be our first three-time guest. <laughs> no, no, we got to we got to space it out. We got to space it out. Maybe but, by the time we get close, because I want to launch my coaching closer to the end uh, oh, of yeah. the year. Um, so that, that might be something. Out. Yeah, because I mean, it, it'll have. And by a then, type... I'll have my book out, so we could talk about that. And... Oh, you better. You better. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that as uh, as the year gets closer to ending. It's only September right now, so so much time to get this book out. So do it. Don't think of it that way. Deadlines. Uh, Deadlines yeah, well, that's work. True. Not what I meant, but yes, get it oh, done. I, I do got I do got to give you one more piece of advice, just because this is important. Okay. Because I caught you saying it more than once, where you were saying, "I'm just not good at it. Yeah. I'm not good at technology. Yeah. I'm not this." And this is an advice that that people have given to me. And I say yeah. I've done this long enough. I've worked with some some fairly high powered internet yeah. marketers that you know I'm not trying to name drop, but a lot of the people that you that you'll know, yeah. Uh, and they've told me a lot of the same things because I would constantly say uh, I'm not organized, I'm not good at that, and they said if you keep saying it, then it's going to be true. Yeah. And I've been remembering that. Like I didn't have to have someone else tell. Me. Like if they're saying it, they're saying it for a reason. So I've been trying to myself say, look, I'm not going to say that I'm unorganized. Like I'm going to get better at being organized. And, yeah. and and I'm not gonna worry about the past. So when you, so catch yourself when you say, "Oh, I'm not good at that." Now say, "Look, hey, I wasn't good at that, but I'm getting better at it." Yeah, right? And your that, your mind shift will your your mindset will shift, uh, not always instantly, but slowly, because you got to catch yourself saying it. Like, oh, I said it again. Like, why am I saying <laughs> that? Like, yeah, why am I putting myself down? You know, because yeah. we'll we'll use it as an excuse. They'll be That's like, oh true. well, you know, it's, I'm not surprised. I'm not. Uh, uh, my desk is messy because I'm unorganized. Instead of saying, oh, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna clean my desk because I'm not an unorganized person. Yeah. And yeah. the more you say I'm not an unorganized person, the closer you're gonna get. You're gonna move forward and forward to say like, yeah, now yeah. I'm not unorganized anymore. Like we're we're a yeah. product. Like, like things will manifest. It's themselves. Another version of an excuse. It's like, well, it is don't... absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But but we laugh at it because like, oh, we're just, oh, I'm just not yeah. good at that. But yeah. no, it's an excuse. It is an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. So that's advice. not just for you, Helen. That's for everyone else that's listening. Yes. And I have pushed past, past it somewhat because I was doing the videos explaining how to do the software. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to hold me back. So that's good. Everybody can get better at, at, at everything. Yeah. So look, thank you guys all for watching. We got Ken in here, Rich, Jacob. Yeah, I'll see Rich like another week. Ecom yeah, Chicago. So exciting. You guys are hopefully somebody's gonna be doing videos. Are you gonna do a YouTube video or someone do a video while you guys are at this conference? I don't know if we'll stream it because it's kind of like, hey, you gotta gotta give the value to the people gotta that are be there. there. 
No, I just mean like, you know, before or after be like, hey guys, we're here. But anyway. I'm sure some people will post some of that. Somebody will. (laughs) Well, have a great time, you guys. And uh, everybody should go to that conference. Um, Rich, you want to put a link or somebody have a link to get tickets? Rich has a code somewhere. He can probably post it. Yeah, post it in the chat or or after it's the video. It's a very inexpensive on. conference. Um, yeah, the the tickets are they're they're not doing this to to make money. They've done it for six years now to yeah. you know kind of really help the community. That it, it's built off of a large eBay group that they meet uh, monthly up there in Chicago. Chicago's easy to get to. They have two yeah. big airports with I mean the number of people within a six hour drive, which I would say is yes. you know drive three hours in the morning, eat lunch, drive three hours and you're there, right? Like that's not too far to go in a day. Yeah. Uh, Go to this event. You know, it, you're going to meet other people that are kind of in the same boat as you, as far as you know, wanting to make extra money online. They might be able to help yeah. you get over some struggle that you're having. Like going to events is is probably the the best way to kind of fast track success and start yes. hanging out with other people who are going to support you instead of what's typically happening is people's friends, family, neighbors, coworkers think what we do is crazy. They don't think it's real. They think we're bums, or they you know they they're not supportive. Um, I don't mean always in a malicious way, but just you know, hey, I thought you're supposed to get a nine to five job after you go to school. Like, no, I want to do something else. And because it's different, they'll often put it down or dismiss it. And, you know, it can make it can lead to an isolating type feeling for people that are trying to do these things. And, you know, they only get some outreach or, or connection through Facebook groups. Yeah. But you go to these events and I have connection in real life. Yep. So. Absolutely. Well, Thank you so much. Was there any last thing you wanted to say? Did we forget anything? That, that's it. We're way over time. We're way over. Really appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll see you at the end of the year or whenever yep. you do your coaching program. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All see right. Guys. Bye, guys.